at a time. Hey guys, so as you may know, Sierra and I use uh, Anchor to record our podcast. It's really the easiest way to make a podcast. First of all, it's free. They also provide you with creation tools, which allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your cell phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. The best part is that you can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Just make sure you download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I'm your co-host, Daniela. Welcome to Making Sense of Success, a podcast dedicated to finding the meaning of success and empowerment. Stay tuned every Saturday for new episodes. You can find us on Instagram at makingsenseofsuccess.pod. Please feel free to email us at makingsenseofsuccess at gmail.com if you'd be interested in sharing your stories of success and empowerment. So today we have Khadija. Um, Did you want to give a quick bio about yourself for all of the listeners? Yes, so my name is Khadija Ture. I am the founder of Kubra K Skincare, and we create these natural moisturizers and skincare tools. Um, I am, the most important thing to know about me is I'm someone that's living through their life purpose, which is to help give people comfort and confidence within their own skin. I love that. I'm like obsessed with skincare right now and like all like the natural side of it and everything. And I look at like all the ingredients. So everything you just said there. It's exactly what I'm looking for in like a skincare company. (laughs) Oh, I'm so glad. Yeah. (laughs) What made you want to start that? Um, It's a a series of a couple of things. I think that like my first memories in skincare have been linked towards my mom. So she would be mixing like cocoa butter and shea butter and all these like natural remedies in the kitchen. Um, But I was always like a hooper. Um, So my skin was always super duper bad. And then um, I went to, I was like, just basically a tomboy, went to college, played division one basketball. And then, and my skin was just, I think at an all time low. So then, I don't know, it's embarrassing because you're in college, you're in high school, you want to like start looking cute, start to like wear makeup. But I was like such a tomboy. It was like, okay, whatever ball is life. And then once I graduated college and um it was just it came a point where like enough was enough I was like okay I can't say that it's because I'm playing basketball anymore um I have to like start investing in my skin um and so then when I started buying all these products and um like trying them out and my skin wasn't improving I I was just so frustrated so once I started doing research and I became like super heavily invested in like ingredients and like formulations I would start traveling around the world so I went to like 15 to like 25 different countries within like a year and um, would go to these like small villages in South Asia and in Africa to learn about like different ingredients and skincare practices. Um, And then at that point, it was just, I discovered my life purpose was to help give people comfort and confidence with their own skin, which I feel like I was always missing. Um, And so then I decided to launch a skincare line with that purpose in mind. That's so cool how you talked about um, how you went into how you traveled to 15 different countries. Would you mind maybe, I guess maybe getting into like how that experience was and how that's kind of helped fulfill your path to success and everything. 
Yes. So I think that, um, so as I graduated with my degree in engineering and so Mm -hmm. my job, I was in India and all of like the world basically for my like consulting job. So on the weekends Mm -hmm. I would like sneak away and go to these like small countries. Um, and so then I don't know. It's just interesting because I feel like I struggled with my skin and then I really became like passionate and started loving it. And then um, I just met these like really cute women that would like show me their natural remedies. So like in India, they're heavily influenced by like turmeric, which mm-hmm. we have in our vitamin A and E night cream. Um, Sri Lanka, they're very like big on cinnamon. Um, Thailand, they're really big on prickly pear. So it was really cool just to be able to not only have like the influences that my mom showed me early on, but to be able to incorporate like some of the best ingredients and practices that I've seen around the world with these like old women that don't have a single wrinkle on their face. It was just such a beautiful experience. What do you think your target audience is now that you have a very successful, really personalized and unique skincare company? My target audience, I think, is evolving because I think that, um, you know, at first, the first like years, we're we're still under a year into like having our business is about like kind of figuring out who your audience is. But I like to think of my consumer as like someone that is health conscious. So like the whole foods um, consumer that like really wants to invest in their skin, um, but doesn't want to break the bank doing it. So like the like whole foods, Sephora type shopper. You are talking about to two girls who are that Whole Foods Sephora shopper. I will tell you that, girl. I think that I just got to create something that was like the best of, I guess, everything that I've wanted to look for. That like health conscious, uh, they care, like I care about the ingredients that are in my products, but also not going to be like a billion and a half dollars. I think that sucks when it costs a lot. <laughs> I totally agree. I totally agree with that. I'm like obsessed now with, um, you've probably heard of him, Skincare by Hiram. I'm oh God, like I love Hiram. With him yes. Just because he's shown like such affordable options and that's literally just what I go after now. Like he just shows, right, that you don't need to spend so much on skincare to get that quality and the results. So I'm so glad you brought that up. Yeah, I think the key for me um, was I was like, okay, this expensive product is going to be the best. No, the key is finding the ingredients that are best suited for your skin concerns and your skin type. And once you find that and you understand that, then your skin will always be good because you understand like what what's best suited for you. And I think that that was one thing that I learned and changed my skin forever. I'm going to ask you a real question right now. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Do you think your high school self would be proud of you? Um, I think so, because there are things that I've always wanted to do. It's interesting that you asked that, because I, I think I've always known that I've wanted to impact people's lives, but I think the experiences that you have up until like the point you discover your purpose leads you to discovering what that is. So I'm, yeah, I feel like I'd be really proud. I feel like I've done a lot of things already in just the year that we've had the business that um, it's a little surprising to me. But yeah, as long as I always wanted to be someone that was purpose driven, and I think that I would be proud of myself. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was, that's a real question um, that not many people like ask or answer very regularly. So it's just like something spicing it up spice up I love that I love that kind of question yeah that's amazing (laughs) and then you said you did graduate college correct yes and you got a degree in engineering yes 
do you think you've been able to successfully like use your degree um, to make you the person that you are in this moment in time? That's a good question because I feel like engineering and beauty is like completely separate to a lot of people. But in my mind, like I think engineering has helped me approach like the skincare problems differently. I understand like when I look at ingredients and I look at like chemistry and stuff like that, like I was pre-med in biomedical engineering. So I understand mm. oh, wow. that stuff okay. so much better. And so I think that it helped me with like thinking like critically as an engineer and as a beauty person. So there isn't a lot of overlap, but in that sense, I think it's been extremely helpful. And I think that when I, when I create the, like I've created this line, I'm not mm-hmm. someone that's coming with like a influencer background, or I'm not someone that's been in the industry for a long time. Like I think I'm coming hopefully with something that's a little bit more unique and very scientific. So when, so when you like graduated and everything um, from engineering, did you know like that you really wanted to go into skincare after, or was that necessarily like after your travels really, that really inspired that? And how did you go about, I guess, maybe switching or um, doing both careers? Yes. So it didn't happen right away. I think that once I graduated and then for my engineering job, I was on a plane three times a week at least. Okay, yeah. And so my skin just started to look so bad. Like I'd go hang out with my mom and my mom has like this flawless skin and she's like in her fifties. I'm like, this is outrageous. So I think that it just became <laughs> like, it was something that was really like hard. I was having a hard time with and just becoming more and more self-conscious about because I was actually investing in my skin And so then I think just like the pain point turned into like a passion. And then once it was like, okay, I discovered my life's purpose, then it was like, okay, well, apparently my purpose was to also do like be in skincare. I feel like it just everything aligned once that purpose happened for me. So that's, it was just, yeah, it was interesting. (laughs) Yeah. We love love when life aligns like that. (laughs) Yeah. I was really going to say that the like air like airplane air that's something else I don't know why my skin too like it whenever after I get off a plane it just like reacts I don't know why yeah but, it's yeah it's so, so three times a week, I can't imagine yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine it wasn't even just like the airplane it was that I was in different I, I didn't have like a home base at that point like I was living right. I think 300 nights in a hotel it's like the food that you're accustomed to like I had to switch yeah. my diet um, I was like basically vegan, like it just the different hormones and different foods. Like it was just like no like consistency. So my, th- my skin just was like thrown for a loop. So if someone were to like come to you and be like, Khadija, I'm having like skin like problems. I don't know what to do. Like, what would you recommend for them first to do or like the steps to take in order to achieve like, I guess, better skin results? Yes. So I think the first thing is being able to identify, like there's just so many skin myths out there. Um, I think the first thing is once you've like identified what your skin type is, which a lot of people don't even know, which I think is kind of scary. Um, (laughs) Once you (laughs) identify your skin type, then it's so much easier to find ingredients specific for that skin type. So if you have like oily acne prone skin, you should look at BHAs, salicyclic acid, glycolic acid, those type of ingredients. If you have drier skin, then you want like the hyaluronic acids um, and more of like the hydrating acids in your skincare routine. So I think that once you identify that, 
then it's so much easier to pick out like proper like products for you. And then once you identify what those like ingredients are, then it's about finding like which ones are actually compatible with the chemistry and oils of your skin. And then just above all of that, sunscreen, sunscreen, sunscreen. Like I can't I'm preach that. I'm guilty that. I'm guilty. Know 90% <laughs> of aging comes from sunscreen, like lack of sun. Like, it's just like I, I didn't use to wear sunscreen. Now I like cringe when people tell me they don't. <laughs> Oh my god, me too. Like today my best friend and I went tanning and she put like the banana boat sunscreen on her face and I said, Are you kidding me right now? I have <laughs> Subaru upstairs. How dare you disrespect me like that? Kidding. Yeah, absolutely. Sunscreen's super important. <laughs> Are you a um like a cos not a cosmetologist, an esthetician or like um what is one of the other ones? I know. Did you go to aesthetics, like esthetician school or anything like that? No, so I didn't. But when I was working on the formula, I worked with a dermatologist and a chemist. Oh, so I had the ingredients that I wanted, but also like I'm not a, an esthetician and I'm not like a chemist. So I thought it was important for me to work with them, even though I knew that main active ingredients that I wanted. It's so nice that you did take that initiative because there are so many companies out there that don't have a chemist or don't work with a dermatologist and they're just here to throw some ingredients together and call it frosting on a cake and that, that is not what so we're here for scary. when i was doing my research it's like the lack of regulation within the skincare industry is horrifying like people can just like make it in a garage and sell it on a website like it doesn't ha- it doesn't have to go through this like fda approval like people ask me that all the time it's like sad that that's not the case i know like, like I totally understand. Are you like an essential oil brand, like company that has like a bunch of essential oils or like um, fragrance, I guess you could say? Like, do you have those in your uh, products? Um, no, I like to keep our skincare as close to edible as, pro- as possible. So I try to avoid fragrance, but I love essential oils a lot. <laughs> I'm glad you say that though, because that's <laughs> if anything I've learned from Hiram is that like fragrance or like essential oils in skincare, especially like just specifically for your face, really more than anything, is just like a no no. That's like a do not cross. Yeah, I feel like, and everyone that says they have sensitive skin, I think your facial skin is just naturally sensitive. Like, why, why perfume on the face? Like, why? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I was reading this article too, and it was so scary. I think they were saying that there's like over 3,000 like um, different ingredients that could be listed, I guess, under fragrance. Um, yeah. And you would have no idea. You'll never know what they are really, like for each product and that they're toxic. And yeah, for I just get scared, to be honest. It's super scary. And that's like, I think when I was looking at, like when I was going through my like skincare transformation it was the like lack of like ingredient regulation. And then I also like um, when you're saying, okay, I have acne and it's like, okay, salicylic cyclic acid. It doesn't have to tell you the potency of each of the ingredients. So it can have like a drop of salicylic cyclic acid and not actually help your acne. I think it just makes it, the consumer's job so difficult. And I feel bad for people that like aren't going to spend all day trying to figure it out. Cause it took me a, at least a year and a half before I could even figure that stuff out. 
I'm with you there. It probably took me over a year. Like up until last year, I was probably still using that St. Ives scrub that I hate to expose myself, but I'll do it. <laughs> I was that person. <laughs> I feel bad though when my friends like they, they don't like to tell me what's like their skincare cabinet because when they tell me like St. Ives or I'm like, oh no, no, no. <laughs> But that's I'm, good now. They have you now to be able to go to and you can also give them advice and they actually have someone who like creates the skincare so they you know like they'll know what actually goes in the product. Yeah. Do you feel like do you feel like um this is also another question, just like a like a personal question. We can totally cut this out if like you feel totally uncomfortable with like answering this. But do you feel like now that you do have your own skincare, you you're, the people in your life feel more obligated uh, to come to you with their questions or you feel like you have to be that person where everybody dumps all their skincare questions on? That's a good question, actually. Um, I get a lot of DMs um, about skincare questions and I think a lot of my skincare stuff is unsolicited. Like my friends have to be sick of me by now <laughs> because I'll just go up to them and I'm like, you're not using that product. Like, <laughs> um, but I, it is, it is hard because like, I do have to answer a lot of skincare questions, but at the end of the day, it's my purpose to help people find that confidence in their skin. So if with that purpose in mind, I, it just can't bother me. You know, you know what I mean? Like if I can help someone mm. not feel like as insecure as I did about my skin, then that's the most important thing. That's really nice of you. <laughs> <laughs> so as you, yeah, as you were saying, like, I guess um, with skincare and everything, it does help like build confidence in a way. And I think like that inherently helps fulfill, like that is an, in- that's an integral part of success really in the end. Um, mm-hmm. So how do you think maybe that um, this journey with like, building your skincare company and everything has like transformed like your definition of success Mm, I think that for a lot of people maybe their vision of success changes but I think Mm -hmm. that for me it hasn't changed and it hasn't changed since I was little because for me I want to have a purpose-driven life and a purpose-driven outcomes so for me it's not about like okay I made a million dollars this year it's not about that for me it's about am I fulfilling my purpose and my touching people's lives and impacting them the way that I want to. And if I'm doing that to me, even if it's just one person, that's success for me. I absolutely love that. I think that's like so touching and yeah, I think a lot of the time in Western society, we really get caught up with money just because everything comes with a price. It seems like, but it's nice to hear that, like that you like, are you happy with making an impact and everything? And I love that it's through skincare. Cause I think that's something like that we all need a lot more of to build like confidence and like also self love. Like that's another big thing that's come out. I think within the last couple of years that we didn't have. But I, yeah, I think that once you start focusing on all that stuff, like you get caught in comparison, you get caught in like trying it's to keep up too, with I think that that part is just so like exhausting mentally that once you just stay in your own lane and like you're purpose driven, like the money will come, everything else will come because that's what you're supposed to be doing. I don't know. It's like, it was something I was called to do. And it's, I feel like everything's already like in the last year grown so much. And it wasn't because I was super focused on it. It was just that it came naturally. It really helps that you have started a, like you would consider yourself a small business, correct? Yeah, absolutely. 
perfect. Um, it really is nice to see somebody who is still in that process of like becoming something bigger. Um, like that's our a lot of the things that you say is a lot of the ideologies that Danielle and I both have about trying to make an impact on somebody without like caring about how much money you're making or caring about how many people are there to like necessarily support you, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really, really helpful that all of like the world is like coming together to put us and you and your company in the same part in the same point at this moment. Yeah. No, it's been um, a crazy time for small businesses. I think that <laughs> some yeah. people are having a hard time, but um, I've been fortunate enough to see a lot of like su- success come like my way. And so, yeah, I'm like small business, like supporting and like, I'm even calling myself out. Like I want to support small businesses, especially ones that are like focused on purpose. So that's my goal for 2020. Um, one of the like questions that we like to ask our uh, guests, I don't know if you've ever heard any of our episodes, but there's like four questions that we love to ask, three questions, three questions that we yeah, love to ask I'm all of our guests. Um, one of them is, what is your favorite um, small business or local company? As like a shout out, like you said right now, is a really, really pivotal time for small businesses. What is your favorite? So I don't know if they're really considered small, but the Lit Bar, um, their CEO, I just like, I think I'm obsessed with her, Melissa Butler. I just listening to her speak, it's like there's just such a grace and like a beauty and like an elegance. Um, and I love their products. And I, she was on Shark Tank seven years ago and got rejected. And the fact that she's taken that rejection and turned her company into like is now in Target. It's just be, it's been like a beautiful journey to unfold, watch unfold. Yeah, the lip bar is my absolute favorite. Shark Tank, man, great show. it's tough that like I think yeah as you were mentioning too um with the CEO of the lip bar like it's important also to recognize that like people do experience failures before like becoming successful or like quote-unquote successful whatever you define as success it is important to acknowledge those failures and it's really nice to see like when someone comes out and talks about them so yeah, and yeah, she's so open about yeah. it. And I love that. And for me too, I, I hate when people are like, oh, this is coming together so easy. I'm like, no, like it's not been easy at all. <laughs> yeah. And like, maybe it's just like my fault because on Instagram, you know, you don't really share the best and you don't share the worst of whatever's going on. But like, 100%. it has not been easy. Like it's not been easy at all. So to watch her journey, it's like been beautiful to watch unfold, but I'm sure there's been so much like, blood, sweat, tears, especially like throughout her journey. So I love that she she talks about it. What's been the hardest thing that has come about while creating your skincare or finishing your degree? Hmm, I think with starting your own business, obviously it's scary and mine is self-funded. Like I don't have, I didn't take any loans or I didn't have any investors. So it was like just a massive risk. So then if you have like an off day with sales or whatever, like it does discourage you, but you just can't like get discouraged. Like there'll be days where nothing clicks and there'll be days where everything clicks. Um, So I think just being able to just stay somewhat positive is so it's a little bit hard. So for any maybe small businesses or local businesses or um, just starting, maybe what advice would you have for them? And maybe like, what would you have done different if there were anything um, when starting your company? 
Yes. So if you do plan to work with someone at the beginning stages, that's fine. Just make sure that they, there's a contract in place. I kind of messed up with like at the beginning with my business person that I was supposed to be working with. Um, so contracts, and if they don't want a contract, that's a little sketchy. Um, another thing too, is there's a difference between having like a product release and a marketing strategy. And that to me was like a big L that I took because I was like, you know what? My product's good. People are going to buy it. Everything's going to be fine. Absolutely wrong. You need to have a marketing and come to like go to market strategy. So I think those are the two biggest things. Oh, and the last one is if you're planning to release a product, it's fine if it's not unique, but your approach to market needs to be somewhat unique and see, like do the research that leading up to releasing that project product, just because it's doing well now, doesn't mean that it's something that's going to sustain and be viable on the market in the future. So research, creating a marketing strategy. And if you're working with business people or investors early on, make sure that there are contracts. That's good. I never thought of that. I don't have a small business and it's really useful because what if I did? What if I wanted to sell? I don't know. Nail polish. That's from hardwood floors. Great knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like it's definitely stuff that's not told like up front always. It's like, not. Yeah. Do you have any like what is your okay, what is your biggest goal? Like is there a place where you really want to sell your product or be able to sell your product at? This is Manifestation County, oh, wow. so please yes. <laughs> reel it oh, in, girlfriend. I have a vision board, and on my vision board, I want to see my products at Target and Sephora and Whole Foods. And um, I think a personal goal is Forbes 30 under 30. I've legit have this have had this in my journal since I was five. Oh my gosh! So that I feel like I like I just would be incredible. Oh, and Vogue. Okay, so Vogue, Sephora, Target, <laughs> um, Forbes 30 under 30. That We're gonna get you there. Thank you. Yeah. We're getting you there. All of our hundred and something followers on Instagram. Yeah. We're gonna get you there personally. I promise you that. I love that you say manifestation because before I would be embarrassed to talk about it, but now it's like I'm gonna tell not everyone, but like I'm gonna talk about it because the more I talk about it, the more I'm like allowing it to like be real in my own like subconscious and let people know what's up, what my goals are. It is so hard to find that line of being okay with it because, you know, like when you're young and you were going to break up with somebody, but you didn't want to like actually think about it or tell anybody that you broke up just in case that you were going to get back together like the next week. It's yeah. kind of like that. Kind of kind like very scary. You're like, oh my God, I'm going to say it out loud. That means it's real or that means it's fake and it's <laughs> never going to happen. What yeah. is going on? Yeah, I like so I don't like to tell everyone, you know, my dreams and my whatever, because I feel like, you know, I'm about, I'm big with energy and I feel like some people are not going to be like, okay, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Um, but now it's been about saying what I want. And it's crazy that like, this is the first year I've ever done a vision board and so much of it's already come like into fruition. It's just insane. So I'm, I'm really big on manifestation and energy. I love that. Me too. Even though it's really scary, like the manifestation word, can't spell it. Sometimes it's scary. Even better. <laughs> There's this YouTuber that I watch, um, and she did a like a vision board towards like the beginning of this year, and she like remade one for the summer. And I swear, it's like she's psychic. She gets every single thing on her vision board. It's insane. I love that. There's I mean, like you're getting visualization, so I love that. You have been 
um, incredibly independent and successful. Actually, I don't know if you're independent. Do you call yourself independent? I don't want to like speak for anybody here. Yes, I, I definitely do. I'm self-funded and I do this kind of on my own. So yeah. Perfect. Hell yeah. You are working, being a, you are a great role model to even Daniela and I, really and truly. (laughs) Being able to self-fund and create your vision board and really have that version of success for yourself and nobody else, obviously like the people that you're helping, but like you're here to develop something that is so helpful for everybody else is really unique in a sense because some people are like, I just want my brand to go big so I can get rich. Really and truly, that's so many people's mindset it's sickening just saying it's true so or the fame so- of it like the clout that comes with it a lot of the time it's yeah. that um, I think if I were ever to be famous I'd hate it so much I would hate it so so much Same. I, I don't want to be famous all the time I don't want to be famous I don't want to like I don't want the clout I just want to fulfill my purpose and live in a like on an island by myself <laughs> this piece off the grid off the grid yeah, I want to be so far <laughs> off the grid like Rihanna right now, she hasn't released anything in oh, that's years. True. I feel like Rihanna's living her best life forever and always. Probably. <laughs> and then, go ahead, Sierra. Um, we always do this. I'll ask you one of our like other finishing questions. Um, what is the best advice you have ever gotten from somebody else? Hmm. Or you've given someone. Hmm. Okay. I think that um, maybe it's because this is something that I've always struggled with is that I knew I always wanted to start a brand and I knew that there was something I stuff that I wanted to do. But I think in my mind, I created this like barrier between like me starting a brand and actually doing it. I was like, I need to do all this research. I do this and I need to do this. And then I think sometimes at some point, just like actually taking that first step and actually creating that plan to actually start something is and then you just watch how much easier it is like honestly launching a brand isn't that hard and I know maybe that sounds crazy to a lot of people but it's really not um so I think that just actually start it you can talk about it and you can dream about it all day but if, until you start it it's not real it's true it's taking the jump the leap to and risking it just seeing where it goes yeah no that's I wish someone would have told me that earlier because I could have started this so much earlier but it obviously worked out the way it was supposed to, so. Well, everything happens for a reason, too. I, I truly believe in that in that way, so I think maybe within the last year, maybe this was, like, your time, you know? Oh, I completely agree, and it's crazy just because between the company and myself, like, I feel like I've been going through such a big personal journey of, like, shedding. Like, I feel like it's just even looking at myself a year ago, I don't feel like I'm the same person at all, so I think that having a brand at that point wouldn't have it just wasn't the same I don't know it wouldn't have like manifested in the same way so I'm like just happy that everything like the timing's worked out the way it has so then I guess one of our other last questions that we like to ask um our guests is what would you like our listeners to take away from this episode um Kubrick a rock um, <laughs> um yeah. yeah shout out, yeah, <laughs> shout out to um I don't know I want like Cooper K to be like a community so like 
I, there was like an influencer I was talking to and we were supposed to go live and she's like, I have a pimple. I don't know if we should go live. And I'm like, who freaking cares? Like, I want Cooper K to be someone like a place that's vulnerable. We're truly purpose driven. And um, yeah, we work super hard. So shop Cooper K and yeah, stop by if you have any skincare questions whatsoever. And you guys can do whatever you set your minds to just don't be your own barrier. And create that vision board create that mother heckin vision board y'all i promise you do it however you want to and even if you have a pimple it's not the end of the world it's not the end of the world it'll heal and it's normal absolutely (laughs) yeah pimples are you want to give it did you want to give a shout out to any of your social media, all of your social medias, I guess, um, just so our listeners can give you a follow, help you reach that Forbes list, <laughs> get you in, girl? Yes. Um, so my personal is I am Khadija. So I am K-H-A-D-I-D-J-A. Um, and my business page is at Cooper K Skincare, K-U-B-R-A-K-A-Y Skincare. Follow us, ask us a million questions. Me, you could DM me whatever you have questions about. I am here to help and be open. What can give you a competitive edge in today's red-hot housing market? Rocket can. That's because Rocket Mortgage can give you a verified approval. It could help your offer stand out. Rocket technology provides a rock-solid verification of your income, assets, and credit, giving sellers greater confidence in you. Go to rocketmortgage.com or call us today at 8338-ROCKET. A verified approval is based on an underwriter's analysis of your individual financial information, appraisal, and title report. Call for cost information and conditions equal housing lender license in all 50 states and MLSConsumerAccess.org number 33.